सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सह वीकवाहै तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तु मदिषा वही ओ शाशाशाति गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेशर गुरुरव परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्रीगुरव नम तस्म श्रीगुरव नम विन दोर्थ श्लोक रिपीट आफ्टर मी काम संकल्प संदेह श्रद्धा श्रद्धे धृतितरे मादीन मादीन भाषयत्ये अलॉंग प्रलॉंगड कंडीशनिंग दैट we are all subjected to is to identify with everything that we associate with and dance according to the tunes of that association how many of you when you watch a movie cry next time i'll take you all to something like that and bring boxes of kleenex almost all of you so we get into that environment kabhi khushi pura gam a sticky environment as gum so you go into that environment knowing very well that it is a a, a projected environment and in that projection we associate ourselves with those characters and the development of the story or the thought or the script so entangled with that character that it moves our emotions and we very easily dance according to those movements now imagine the same kind of projection happening not in a theater not on a screen but on our own mind as a screen when different emotions happen we get associated with it identified with it and dance according to the tunes of that association whatever be the content of that emotion we become that if there is sadness i become sad if there is badness i become bad if there is gladness i become glad 
So what we are essentially doing in the name of experiencing life is having swings according to our moods. So we are nothing but mood swinger. I love that word, half of it in Sanskritam and half of it in English. Who swings? Only moodha swings. Moodha means somebody who is foolish, alone swings. So much it is ordained in our continuous conditioning that we eat, work, do things based on this mood. I have mentioned it couple of times that I have seen you people interact after the Yuva Kendra class. So, we spend, it has become a tradition, a ritual, we spend at least 5-10 minutes deciding where to go and then go to the exact place which we have not decided. And there you can see somebody says let us go to Mexican. They may say, I do not feel like Mexican today. When were you a Mexican? No, I do not feel, the mood is not, you know, I feel like Thai. Okay. So, when do you feel like calf, ankle? <laughs> the point that I am trying to make is, our eating choices are based on the mood. Our doing choices are based on that mood and we constantly swing according to the mood and that which enhances my mood is good, therefore I like. That which rubs against that mood is bad, therefore I avoid. So another pattern that I see that every graduating 12th grader who thinks he is wise but is otherwise, wants to get far away from the existing circumstances, aka parents. So, if they are from California, they will do it in New York, their undergrad. If they are in New York, they will do it in Seattle. If they are in Seattle, they will do it in Miami. Texas is so big that they go to UT at Austin, and not the existing place. Why? Again, that which is against my mood, that which is constantly getting onto it, I want to avoid it. So, we become experts at avoiding. <clears throat> so, there was this fellow back in India, it was in Bombay. So, this fellow, we, he lived in a eighth floor, so I was visiting him. So, we were eating something and he had a banana and after finishing, very callously he threw it out of the window, very callously just. If somebody steps on it and falls, so in Hindi like you know, aankhe sar pe diya isile upar nahi niche dekke chalna padta hai. Just because Bhagawan has given eyes on the head, it does not mean you see up there, you have to look down and walk. If you can't walk, you will fall. <clears throat> and uh, he had a sudden scheduling of a meeting and then I said, Swamiji, I will just drop you off there. I did not expect this meeting to come up so soon. So, can I, you know, can we move? Meaning, please get out. Chalo. So, started running down and uh, we went out and I was ahead and this fellow was nowhere to be seen. And by the time I turned, I hear a sound, thud. What happened? 
He stepped on that peel. In his rush, did not see it and broke his hip, ran to a hospital instead of the meeting, admitted him in the hospital. So after two months of recovery, operation, surgeries, he, I used to tease him as, I still tease him as the Iron Man, because he literally has iron plates inside. So I went to pick him up from the hospital. So they're taking all his clothes in a bag and walking and he's in the crutches walking. And suddenly we hear him sob. So I turn and I said, what happened? So he says, I see a banana peel again. It was on the road. I said, why are you crying? I said, should I have to fall again? If somebody were to think in this pattern that just because there is a banana peel and they have to step on it and fall again, what do you call such person? Be liberal, whatever is in your heart, say it. What do you call such person? Moodha. What else would you call them? Uh -huh. Okay, bleep, <laughs> idiot. Similarly, <laughs> that was the choicest word of a Telugu, Radhava. Similarly, just because there is an emotion, do I need to become what that emotion is dictating me to? In fact, Gurudev's definition of freedom is so beautiful. He says, to not do what you feel is called freedom. A very unusual definition for freedom. To not do what you feel like is called freedom. Freedom from what? Freedom from this mind which has all these emotions freedom from that. Anything that conditions us, curtails us, orders us to do in a certain pattern, do we like it? Why do we not like when parents talk to us? Because they constantly keep telling, do this, don't do that. We don't like that environment. And we butt heads. Why? Why not? Now imagine that if you step out of the whole sequence that is happening inside and observe it, that the mind is having a certain pattern, just because that pattern exists, do I have to exhibit the exact pattern that is happening out as well? Is it necessary? Just because I, there, is a, there is this thought or emotion of sadness, I do not need to identify with it and become sad. There is a hot, piping hot cup of coffee given to you. You see the uh, vapors coming out. What do you do? Do you grab that uh, whole glass and put it to your lips directly? Unless you are that person who did that in uh, with the McDonald's coffee and uh, sued McDonald's later. When you see a piping hot beverage in your cup, what do you do? What? How do you even handle the cup? You first touch it to see if it is hot enough to handle. And then, as it is coming closer, you can see the heat index and slowly blow into it. And if you are not able to, sometimes it happens when you go to the restaurants, the, what do you call them? The rolls, the veggie rolls, the spring rolls. So they are deep fried. From the outside, they seem 
handleable. You can, you can touch it. So people put it in their mouth, take a bite, and then <laughs> what is that mudra called? That mudra is called too soon, too fast mudra. You thought you could handle it, but you put it too soon, too fast, and now you can't spit it, you can't swallow it. So therefore, you are trying to blow it to a temperature that you can swallow. And then, has it happened often? You put something in. What is that Mexican thing, burrito deep fried? Chimichanga, huh? So, that is foolishness. A wise one, what, how would they handle it? Experiment with it if it can be handled and then swallow it. Similarly with the emotion, just because it is there, I do not need to become that. What kind of emotions? Kamaha, Sankalpaha, Sandehaha, Shraddha, Ashraddha, Dhritihi, Itare, Absence of Dhriti, Hrihi, Dhihi, Bhihi, etc., etc., etc. Iti, Iti eva, Iti evam adin, etc. There are different kinds of emotions that keep coming and going. In fact, that is the greatest energy conserver. If you can observe your own thoughts, your own emotions without getting engaged in it and participating in it, you stay fresh for a long period of time. You do not get tired that easily. Otherwise, what happens? Every emotion coming, it is like the, like you know, on, uh, I usually go in the morning walks or jogs. Uh, Hillcrest, when I go from uh, Davenport on to Frankfurt and then turn on Hillcrest sometimes, I stopped going on those roads because there are three houses which have a big dog. And this dog, every time you pass, not just on the adjacent path, even on the other side, it starts from the, this end of the house property, follows that fellow who is jogging. Every time I pass by that, I feel that our mind, uh, the way we behave with our mind is like that dog. Just because somebody is pawing, I have to keep barking. That is what is happening inside. <clears throat> what is the intelligent dog? If somebody who enters in, scares the heck out of him to chase him out. That is its job. Everybody and anybody, even there is a car going slow, bo, bo, bo. I tell you that dog must be dog, those two, three dogs must be tormented because one side of Hillcrest is a fire station, the other side of Hillcrest is a police station. And if, there is a lot of accidents that happen, cars keep going, blaring with their sirens. As if there is some difference that it makes. We also happen to be unnecessarily getting attached and barking. It is not necessary. A dog barking, it cannot think better. There is a sadness that is happening, getting identified with it. And then, Gum ki dunia se. A different kind of a bottle. 
or then there is agitation, restlessness, and you can you ask them to sit down quietly. It's like the dog wagging its tail. Control nahi hota hai. You stop this side. My pet peeve. There are two things. And there is a, a meeting on a table, and there is that one stupid fellow who keeps uh, shaking his legs, shaking the whole table. Cut, 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 cut. The other one is that, uh, that click, click pens. What do you call them? The click, click pens. <laughs> And they are oblivious of the fact that they are irritating. And they are not aware of it. Now externally if we are not aware, we are not even aware of our emotions. These waves of emotions that pass by, just because they are passing, I don't need to associate with them, I don't need to be judging them, I don't need to be acting and dancing according to how they are tuning us to act. Am I making the point clear? Just because it is raining, every time it rains, do you need to get wet? And then sing, oops, I did it again. Do you have to get wet every single time? Are there methods to be in rain and not get wet? Can you tell me a few methods? Umbrella, rain jacket. It's like when the kindergartners, you ask them some calculation, say, it's a lot. I know it's a lot. What is the number? A poncho. No, you don't have the choice. You have to go out and it is raining and yet you have to not get wet. My best solution, get into the garage, get into the car and start driving. There is no point of getting wet. What to talk of person who every time it rains is very gloomy. Pir bhigna padega. But I don't like it. But I have to go out. That is how it feels from inside. Constant frictions. That there is this emotion and I feel compelled to associate with it. But I don't like that being associated with it. And that constant rupture, friction. And that restlessness is coming out as frustration, irritations. What are you irritated about? I don't know. If you are very sincere, you will say, I don't know what is bothering me, but I am irritated. But some of us who have learned how to camouflage it, we start blaming. We start blaming parents, we start blaming environments, we start blaming the president. He gives enough reasons too. Anything or everything that I can point fingers at for my own frustration. And where is the frustration born? Because of that emotion which is born, I am associating with it and that is creating a rupture and I am getting carried away by it and that is causing frustration. When you go out to trek, there will be stones, there will be thorns, there will be twigs. So when you are walking, when you see a nail standing up straight, would you go and you know, ah, what happened? I saw a nail. Why did you put your foot on it? Just was checking if it would pierce in or not.
long time ago when we were kids my cousin a brilliant fellow <clears throat> so i we we come in from they lived in a town nearby so we we got off the train and got to the house as we were getting closer to the house we could hear his father my chacha ji scold him left and right buddhi hai ki nahi and he is hardly he was younger than me so hardly about 8 9 years old and got in there was a serious environment and we were told by his sister older sister what he had done we had to step out to laugh because the seriousness of the situation we would be get smacked we would be smacked by him if you know he gets irritated by us so he had purchased a nail clipper in india it is called nail cutter so what had he done he took a nail inserted in turned it other side and he tried it with his hands it was not moving anywhere anywhere so he put on his new shoes put it in front of a chair got up on the chair and jumped from there to apply enough pressure and what happened that nail clipper broke into three pieces and that is what he was being scolded for if there is a nail what do you do with that nail just so that others be also safe pick it up throw it away nobody puts a foot on it as a what happened i just stepped on a nail why did you because i i felt compelled to that is called stupidity similarly there is a sad or an irritable or a jealous these are different emotions just because they are i don't need to associate kamaha kamaha thoughts of desire sankalpah that desire when it gets uh, the willingness conviction to be completed accomplished that becomes sankalpa that i am committed to fulfill that desire that becomes a sankalpa desire to get married you become fiance now once you have taken that sankalpa you become husband and wife so sankalpa the desire kamaha turning into a sankalpa just because they both came back the idea the example struck in my head sandeha sandeha is doubt shraddha belief ashraddhe disbelief these are all different emotions that we go through dhi uh, sorry dhriti dhriti is fortitude that if i take some conviction to fulfill something come what may i will accomplish it midway i just don't drop it leaving it high and dry because you know something came along but i am committed to it to complete that fortitude itare absence of it i i don't know if i can do it i i, I signed up for it but um, i don't know you know i have you know swami ji i signed up but uh, um, that is itare hrihi hrihi modesty humility dhihi intelligence bhihi scared fearful 
what if if I do this, what if I don't do this, if should I, should I not, constantly in this fear. Iti evam adin. There are different kinds of emotions, different kinds of feelings that we go through. But there is something in inside which is recognizing all these different stages of emotions as we are going through. Don't we? In fact, there are people, it's a very hilarious situation. Especially the parents I have seen when the kids are getting beyond hand and they are irritating, the parents also announce. You are irritating me now. Huh? If, you, if, you, if you cross, if you do this again, I am losing it. Okay, Don't push me to it. I, I, once I lose it, then they give warning in stages and as they get closer, they, get, they completely lose it as well. Have you seen such people? That they keep warning every stage and they get to that stage. Quite hilarious. If you step back and still keep taunting, it's quite beautiful to observe. As it is happening, we keep recognizing it, but are not able to stop it. We become so associated with it. But that means there is something which is recognizing it. You recognize something only when you see it as something other than yourself. Are you getting it? Wherever there is recognition happening, there are three things that are happening. There is somebody recognizing, there is something being recognized, and that contact, the process is recognition. Meaning, the one who is recognizing is something other than that which is being recognized. Can we recognize our own feelings as they are evolving? There is some stupid fellow doing all nasty things, but I am in that meeting and I am getting irritated and irritated. Finally, I have only two more solutions. Either I get it out and give my two cents worth or pretend I am getting a call. I will just be back. Go out and <sighs> have you been in such situations? You can resonate with the example. You feel that frustration build up. You, you, there's somebody who is observing it. There's something which is observing it. That who is making the observation is aware of it, conscious of it. Therefore, it is called, that witness is called consciousness. That which is aware of all these movements. These movements are anekadha. They are different kinds. But that one who is being aware of all these movements, Ekada, is only one. But that one is constantly observing. We use some colloquial language, you say, my inner conscience. It was telling me. I could recognize my inner voice. We use different words, but there is something from inside which is conscious of it, about what is right, what is wrong. I was at somebody's house and we, I was being taken, driven by the father in his car. He opened the garage, <coughs> we got in. The door to the house was open. Right in front of that door was this kid, his six, seven month old, sitting on that floor. It was tiled floor. <clears throat> there was something gooey gooey, you know, very small, tiny thing that was there. 
very silently all three of us saw that at the same time almost something in me said i should observe what is happening here between father and that son so i just stepped back to observe he was about 6 7 months old he looked at that father looked at that thing he didn't move his head just the eyes you know how when they show that uh, smartness and it it is visible in their actions in their eyes you could see that mischief in that eyes so he looked at his father looked at that thing he knew that the father would say something about it before the fa- that father could say something this kid and as he is putting it in his mouth the father is yelling out no don't before that could come out he has already put it in his mouth and turns ab bol ke dikha can barely speak a 7 month old barely can speak barely can sit the rest of the places where they had to go they had to crawl even that fellow has an intelligence to observe ki mera bapu ab kuch bolega i have to do exactly that which he is asking me not to someone who is observing even at that age another beautiful thing i was at somebody's house and the mother had to go out they had a 2 3 year old swami ji are you okay we fine <clears throat> you can go the best way to deal with such situations is instead of saying no to the kid go participate with the kid is pressing a tooth uh, toothpaste and you also give a hand <laughs> pressing it the kid is happy you are also happy and then later clean it up the kid was busy doing something and he wanted me to see whatever he did so he asked me to make a aeroplane so i made an aeroplane paper wala jo and uh, he gave and he kept so once he threw it went turned came back and hit him <laughs> it came back and hit him and i knew he is going to cry because it hit him unexpected surprised shocked so as it was hitting him you know funny i got up and went into the next room he was like uh, no audience <laughs> sound suddenly stopped he searched for me in the next room and he came into that room and he was showing me uh, i i walked out to the next room came to the kitchen i shouldn't have i should have gone to a room wherein i would have a escape to other door kitchen was like a one way i got in and i got you know cornered so he came there even at that age they know about observing something as it is happening so don't tell me that at our age we lack that skill to observe we lack that skill to be aware of something that is happening wherein we can plead ignorance saying i don't know why it happened we very well know how it happened as it was happening we were aware of it but instead of being that who is witnessing it we participate in that emotion encourage it expand it and express it but that which is truly the witness the one which is aware of it is only conscious of it it doesn't get bifurcated it doesn't get fragmented with these emotions it purely observes it purely 
makes a note of it. So, where did this whole thought begin from? Drishyam and Druk. The world which is being observed or seen through the eyes. The different things that I see are cognized by my mind. And what is received in that mind is processed by that intellect. Even the different kinds of seeing, sometimes have you done this? How many do you see? Multiple. So, there were three <coughs> mangoes, and two parents and two kids. Uh, father said, you know, this has to be cut and equally shared among everyone. So, this, you know, he must have just gotten into math. So, he did this and said, dad, I see six. So, the dad was also smart. He picked those three mangoes, gave the rest of them including himself one each and said, we will have this three, you have those three. The eyes with the capacity to see, the eyes which are blunt, the eyes which are sharp. There is somebody who is recognizing, I am able to see, I am not able to see. Both aspects are being observed. Even that fellow with all his emotions, someone else is observing. That observation or that who is observing is aware of all these movements. Because it is aware, it is called awareness. Because it is called, because it is the one which is conscious of it, it is called consciousness. The definition of self, what is the definition? It is called awareness or Chaitanya Chitihi because it is able to be aware of it. And that awareness does not get split with these different emotions. All these emotions are being observed by that without getting disintegrated. Without becoming the changes, it is observing the changes. Did you get the concept? Because as we move to the next shloka onwards, it will be bouncers after bouncers or in your baseball language, they call it as curveballs after curveballs. For that, I mean the easiness of understanding, these first four shlokas have to be understood very clearly. Therefore, all four shlokas seem to be fragmented like four different themes, but there are four different concepts explained. Once you nail down these four concepts, the integrating shlokas that go from fifth shloka onwards, which uses these regularly, they are going to go in a very serious deep study. So, if you have not read through the text, if there is any vagueness in between, please refresh and come for next week be ready for the curveballs. Giving you enough time for prepping yourself up. Because if you do not read the curveball well, what happens? Sometimes you may have to duck and you do not have enough time to duck, you get hit. So, come prepared. That will in itself be a test for you. If you are all sitting like, then I know you have not prepared. You are like, ha, ah, that is where it was, ha, ah, now I understood. That means you have prepared well. Do not worry, you cannot imitate it. 
Because as you get immersed into the logic, like immediately you can see that expression on your face. It will be quite visible. So come prepared. Om Shant Shant Shantihi Harihi Om Shri Guru Harihi Om